1: I love this, uh, John, because uh, one of the things that we really pride ourselves with the in School is what we call ABCD, always be collecting data. And I love this empirical analysis that you put out there. I want to make sure I'm clarifying and getting the numbers right, though. So you're saying, this is is shocking to me. You're you're literally saying that the average rating for these third-party delivery services are 1.5 out of 5. Did I hear that correctly?
0: That's right. 30 35 percent of third-party customers experience an issue wow which which is three times the industry average so you're getting a lot and you you start to peel back Mm -hmm. how, how these guys are set up um and you realize you know how it how it happens you know as a Third-party delivery driver, you know, you you could be the driver for Grubhub and DoorDash and Uber Eats all at mm-hmm, the same time, mm-hmm, right? So mm-hmm. you may have standards associated with with all of them, but at, at one time you could go on and uh, accept orders for delivery from all of them. So you might drive all over town for an hour and pick up pick up the food, put it in your passenger seat, mm-hmm. drive over, all over town for another hour and. And deliver them. So mm-hmm. um, any any consumer who's consistently ordered uh, from from the third parties, you know, there's there's kind of a common experience of you know those times when either the food never showed up, mm-hmm. or showed up two hours later yep. it was cold, or it was the wrong order. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of things there that happen when you know the the food is handed off to somebody who doesn't have that same responsibility exactly. or mm-hmm. ownership of the food. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that that's a you know an issue that you know we we just don't trust them to deliver our food mm-hmm. um you know we put so much into it yes. of you know we we say it takes six hours of prep to make you a 30 second sandwich mm-hmm. but our system has been built like this from the beginning so you know we're in there slicing all natural meats and fresh vegetables mm-hmm. early in the morning to get it ready for lunch mm-hmm. um you know we're we our standards we make you a sandwich in 30 seconds Uh, If it's a delivery, we get it out the door in four minutes, and we have very tight five-minute delivery radiuses around each store. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. how you get your 18-minute average average delivery. Mm -hmm. So if you bring a third party in, they're not responsible for the same standard. That's right. um, And they'll take 20%, 30% of the margin out of of the order. So um, it puts a lot of pressure on the franchisee Mm -hmm. um, and really kind of eliminates our... Our biggest advantage, and mm-hmm. that you know we have this high-quality food, and we can get it to you so fast, so that freaky fast, so it's freaky fresh, <laughs> um, which is what Jimmy John's is all about. Yeah. Um, if you if you lose the the control over the delivery time and the delivery radius. Uh, It just doesn't make any sense.
1: I love your point, John, because you're 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 making a very very critical point here. It's like the experience is the brand in some senses because from that early on DNA in 1983, Freaky Fast, Cold Sandwiches, Fast, you know, boom, the orders in 18 minutes, you know, that's what, and you've got the food, and you're eating and happy. Mm -hmm. This is huge, right? So to trust this to some third party is in a sense trusting the ethos of the brand and anything that could go could go wrong. And the data just don't bear out that it's worth it from a return on investment. Perspective, right?
0: It really doesn't. And, you know, and we're not saying that it couldn't be right for some. I mean, certainly that side of the industry is growing. Um, but a lot of the growth is coming from folks who didn't deliver before. Mm hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. McDonald's
0: or Taco Bell, people that didn't deliver, you know, of course, in their first year of doing it, they're going to get growth out of it. Mm hmm. But mm-hmm. long term, is that a good experience for the customer? Interesting. Um, and, you know, the other side of it from a business perspective is, you know, you're not getting that customer data. Oh. Um, they're, not, they're not the restaurant's customer. They're the third-party delivery. That's customer. a great so, point. If That order is coming on Grubhub. Grubhub now knows everything about that customer. Well, and that's interesting. Them to mm-hmm. you know, the next restaurant who joins the platform, who's willing to pay a little bit more mm-hmm. um, in fees to get the top placement on the page. Interesting. Um, you know, and, and that that information doesn't come back to the to the restaurant.
1: Interesting. That's a that's a fantastic point, John. Because the the, the the in this world of data, big data, data analytics, and learning as much as you can about your your customers, this is a huge point. And I love the point that you're making here, which is like you can't trust the experience. To and the other thing, which is really interesting, is, is this idea. Like you made a great point. I hadn't realized this until you said it, John. Is the idea of like I I never had an expectation of a good delivery experience from McDonald's or Taco mm-hmm. Bell because they never did it, right? right? Whereas with Jimmy John's, it's like I have these norms of these, these super high standards in my mind. And so to go to the other model and then violate those standards is just detrimental, yes?
0: Yeah, it would be, we think it would be pretty bad for our business. Um, and, you know, we we get our customers and have built up that loyalty of Jimmy John's customers by wowing them. Mm-hmm. With that. You know, how fast we make the sandwich, the quality of the food, and how how quickly we can get it to the consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's science behind all of that uh, that you know, starts to erode if you start to hand that off to somebody else. Interesting. Let me ask you
1: this. So what's your prediction, John? Are these third-party folks, are they going to get better? Are they going to fall out? What's your prediction on You know, what is the long term sort of game theoretic uh, forecast about what's going to happen with these third parties? Is it going to completely just blow up? Are they going to somehow learn to get to that 18 minute level or figure out ways to establish and maintain? I mean, they can never do anything about the data, I guess, unless they want to share the data. But what are your thoughts there?
0: Yeah, they'll they'll get better. I think there'll be consolidation in it. Um, they have to get better. You can't have a sustainable <laughs> business on a one and a half out of five star rating. <laughs> right. Uh, so right. they'll get better at it. I predict. Um, I think there'll be consolidation. Right now, there's too many of them, and the fact that they're, you know, behind the scenes, the fact that they're all sharing the same driver. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, most consumers, I don't think know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know that that is the lead of a lot of the inefficiency that's that's out there around this. Um, I think they'll get better. They'll have to get cheaper because um, restaurants can't support this. And mm-hmm. the franchisees, the franchisee, the restaurant owner side of it is starting to uh, grumble already. Of hey, why am I, you know, why am I <laughs> taking on the brunt of this? Right. As you know, these other, you know, the parent company stocks grow because the top line grows and they get more royalties out of it. But um, you know, that, that's not the economics don't work for the restaurant. You know, and if the math doesn't work, it doesn't work. Um, so things will change. I I think they'll, they'll have to get better at it. Um, I don't think any of them are ever going to be able to get to a 18 minute delivery. No chance. Um, (laughs) You know, because, you know, if you're in a hot food business, it just takes longer to you get to cook it longer. Mm -hmm. You're not making a 30 second sandwich. You can't get it out the door in four minutes. And Mm -hmm. most of the locations of these restaurants, you know, they weren't put there because of a five minute delivery radius. Mm -hmm. All of our stores were, Placed where they are because of the opportunity of that radius. So, you know, I, I just don't think that they're set up to meet the same level. Doesn't mean they will not be successful in some cases, but I think uh, you're seeing more and more restaurants the the light bulb go off and say, Hey, wait a minute. I thought everybody was joining this and this was great, uh, but our consumers are unhappy and the economics don't work. What are we doing? You know, it's, it's one of these things I think there's been a lot of herd meta- mentality mm-hmm. that, you know, the next restaurant is following suit. And now you're starting to see a lot of grumblings and bubbling up both from the consumer side and the, the restaurant side of, wait a minute, this, this might not be the silver bullet that we thought. Um, but for a restaurant that wasn't delivering before and all of a sudden you deliver, you're certainly going to get a bump in, you know, same store sales, you know, top line uh, at first. Whether or not you can sustain that over years, um, I think, will be what's questioned.
1: Very, very cool stuff. John Shea, thank you so much for coming on the program and giving us a glimpse into the long view and how to make sure you always take the strategic long-term view and not just the short-term view. I appreciate you. It was a pleasure to have you on the show, sir.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Excellent. Listeners, if you want to learn more about John, please go to jimmyjohns.com, one word, or follow them on Twitter at jimmyjohns, J-I-M-M-Y-J-O-H-N-S. Listeners, if you're enjoying this as a podcast, remember that our show, Marketing Matters, we air live on Sirius XM Channel 132 every Wednesday from 5 to 7 p.m., and we replay Saturdays at midnight, Sundays 8 to 10 p.m., and Mondays 2 to 4 a.m.